It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a postcast edition of the show. BYU loses in bitterly disappointing fashion, 76-73 to at Pacific. What can be made of this game? What does it mean for BYU's prospects with regards to the NCAA tournament? We'll delve into all of that right now on Postcast. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And this is Postcast, as BYU loses 76-73 at Pacific. And folks, I wish I could spin it any other way, but that was an absolutely pathetic loss. That is the type of loss the BYU, you would have thought, had left in their rearview mirror with Mark Pope. They had not lost these type of games, it felt like, since the late parts, the latter stages, I guess I should say, of the Dave Rose era. It seemed annually they'd have one of these losses. And Mark Pope, to his credit, through his first two and a half plus years on the job, they had avoided embarrassing sub-300 net rating losses. But tonight... It happened, and BYU loses a game that is going to be an anchor around their necks figuratively with regards to the NCAA tournament resume. BYU cannot afford these losses. Those of you who remember my podcast Friday, the one I did yesterday, after that loss to Santa Clara, I said, okay, this loss is not going to tank the season for BYU. You have one or two more of these or one or two more losses against lesser than teams in the West Coast Conference, it's going to kill you. Well, what happens? They go to Pacific, look listless for the better part of what, 37 minutes of that game? Yes, they rallied. They scored 14 points in the final three minutes to get themselves within two at one point. And Alex Barcelo nearly had his own Chris Webber moment. I don't care uh, what you guys think. He was calling for timeout. That should have been a technical foul. Call me a hater, call me what you will, but that should have been a technical foul, and that official actually bailed Alex Barcelo out. Some of you will crow, well, he was getting fouled. In that scenario, those players, they are taught to harass the ball the ball possessor, ball carrier, whatever you want to term it. They are taught, get after that ball, get your hands on it. And Alex Barcelo, you can see him mouth, at least I saw it on replay, they don't have the audio, he's mouthing timeout. BYU didn't have a timeout. That official actually bailed BYU out in that circumstance by calling that jump ball. You can say he, he was getting fouled. Great, but guess what? I don't know a single official out there who's going to call that a foul. That Okay, that aside, this is a terrible, terrible loss for BYU. You cannot have these losses. 
The good news is BYU has a number of quad two and quad one wins that will help them when it comes to the bubble, which BYU is now on. They went from being what I felt like was fairly comfortable in the NCAA tournament field, even with that Santa Clara loss. This loss against Pacific pushes them clear over to the bubble where they might be sweating it out on Selection Sunday. That is how terrible a loss this is. Is there an opportunity for BYU to get back into the good graces of the NCAA Selection Committee and make themselves look a lot better down the stretch this season in in February? Yes, there is an opportunity for that. But guess what? What's looming on the horizon? Oh, let's see, another huge week upcoming as both San Francisco and Gonzaga come to town Thursday and Saturday next week. And then you also have to avoid pitfalls the rest of the way. LMU, Pepperdine, you have to avoid losing any more of these games. But what gives you any confidence that BYU is going to avoid that if they lost this game? There's a lot of scary things to think about with regards to what's happening for BYU right now. And I I wish I could come on here and say, I love the fight. I love the fact that BYU rallied. Where was that energy earlier on in this game? You allowed a team, Pacific was 303rd or 305th, I looked at two different things, 303rd or 305th out of 300 whatever teams in NCAA basketball. They are an awful, awful team. They had not won a West Coast Conference game in 336 days. They were 0-4 in West Coast Conference play. This was an objectively horrendous opponent. And what did BYU do? They went out there, crapped the bed, and lost this game. Am I coming off too strong? Maybe I am. But that is something you cannot have happen if you're a team that has aspirations of being an NCAA tournament team and going out and winning a game in the NCAA tournament. That's what Alex Barcelo came back for, right? Well, right now, he's got to be feeling pretty bad because his team... They don't look like an NCAA tournament team suddenly. And there's a real fear right now that the bottom of this season could fall out on them. They could find themselves scuffling through February and find themselves maybe scraping into the NIT. That is all on the table at this point. I was willing to write off the Santa Clara loss as a one-off. You heard that podcast. I said, okay, it was a rough loss. The way they lost, especially, you do everything wrong in the final minute of that game to lose that game. That sucked. I'm talking about the Santa Clara game. That sucked, but that game did not hurt you. It was a quad two loss. It's actually a loss that you can absorb when it comes to the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. You could not afford to have a letdown against Pacific. And what did they do? They went out and had a letdown against Pacific. That is unacceptable. It just it cannot happen. And if you're a BYU fan, you should be irate about this. This is a team that has prided itself on its ability to win games in tight situations, find a way. They found a way all year long. But guess what? Sometimes when you continue to find your way time and time again, it comes up and bites you in the rear end. Karma catches up with you. Whatever you want to term it, it catches up with you. And this week, BYU, it caught up with them. By the way, the back-to-back losses, if you had the first back-to-back losses for Mark Pope in his BYU coaching tenure as Santa Clara and uh, Pacific, well, you can proceed to the window and cash out your rather large sum of the betting odds you had on that. And that's that's just a joke. I'm trying to lighten the mood a little bit, but... I- I don't know. And by the way, the whole deal with the Spanos Center, the buzzer going off incessantly in the middle of a possession, an extended hiatus, uh, extended period where they had to fix that, the statistics. I'm recording this podcast, folks. I've been hitting refresh on the BYU thing, trying to get the stats to come up. They could not even get the stats to work at the Spanos Center. This type of crap is what the West Coast Conference... I've tried to be nice to the West Coast Conference, but this crap that happens on the road for BYU doesn't happen in other conferences. 
the Big 12 can't come soon enough in some ways, but at the same time, if you're going to lose the Pacific, what is a team like, let's say, West Virginia going to do to BYU in Big 12 play? What's a team on the bottom half of the Big 12 going to do to BYU? It, like Pacific, they're one of the worst teams in the West Coast Conference. So what is the worst team in the Big 12 going to do to the Cougars if they can't be the worst team in the West Coast Conference? Dicey proposition right there. So... Uh, <laughs> I man, maybe I, maybe I am coming off a little too strong on this, but that was an objectively horrendous, ugly loss for BYU, and it is going to absolutely affect their seating at the very best when it comes to NCAA selection Sunday. BYU can find themselves on the right side of the bubble, absolutely, and they probably still currently are on the right side of the bubble, but just barely. But the fact that they're on the bubble should be what makes you mad as a BYU fan. That's the tough pill to swallow if you're BYU tonight. I know these players and coaches, they're going to take it as hard, if not harder, than you guys. Let me be very clear about that. What I, when I came off a little bit hot about the Santa Clara loss, the way they lost it, some of you sent me messages saying, well, Jake, am I, am I, going to be, am I a bad fan for trying to be positive about it? No, you're not a bad fan for trying to be positive. The, the thing is, though, these players and coaches, they feel it as much, if not more, than you as a fan do. Let me be very clear about that. But everybody has an opportunity to express how they feel on certain matters. So I look at this, and it's unacceptable. If you are an NCAA tournament caliber team, you don't lose to the Pacific Tigers, who were 5-13, and 0-4 oh in the West Coast Conference. You're BYU. You were 17-5. You were 5-2 in conference play, and you went out there and laid an absolute egg. Yes, you rallied late, but why would you not have that energy throughout this game? You tired? You worn out? Is something going on? I, I don't know, but this is not an NCAA tournament team right now. Now, on the flip side of that, there is an opportunity for BYU to get things back on track, but they got to dig deep. They got to find something because this was very bad. These are two very bad losses going into one of the bigger weeks you have remaining on your schedule when you have both USF and Gonzaga coming to Provo. This could be a four-game slide very very quickly for BYU. And who knows if that slide continues beyond that because at that point you might be snowballing. <sighs> that enough? I don't know. I just, I wish I had statistics for you guys. I have nothing. It was a crap show. Internet at the Spano Center not working. They can't get the bleeping clocks to work. They, the BYU lays an egg for 37 minutes of this game, tries to rally late, nearly pulls it off, by the way. Pacific, the fact that they almost yacked away a 14, no, 13 point lead. <sighs> what a night. But nonetheless, it doesn't change the fact that that's an absolutely terrible loss of your BYU. All right, so that's it. That's it for, that's it for postcast. I don't got much more for you guys because I don't have statistics. I got nothing. So we're going to call it a night on that. Monday, we'll recap a little bit more about this. Hopefully, you guys, uh, hopefully I'll have something I can look at that's a little more positive when it comes to Monday. I'm going to try and find something that indicates to me that BYU has something going for them. But the feeling tonight, it's, it's not good. I can tell you that much. It's not great, Bob. So there you go. That's postcast. Uh, we'll have more for you guys on Monday. So thanks again for taking some time to check out the postcast edition of this show. Quick reminder for you guys that today's postcast is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Absolutely love this company. They've been a big partner of ours for I don't know how long, probably the full three years that I've been working with the Lockdown Podcast Network. But Bet Online is the number one place to place all of your sports wagering action. You, If you would have taken Pacific covering against BYU, I'm getting you. 
guessing you pretty probably got, I'm guessing you probably could have gotten some pretty good coin on that. But nonetheless, whatever you're looking for, Bet Online has it for you guys. The best part is it's a new year. They have a brand new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up for free at today and also make sure while you're there to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to get started. And it's just not basketball. There's football, ba- uh, hockey, boxing, baseball. Hopefully you'll be here before too long. Boxing and UFC odds coverage right there is the best in the business from our friends at BetOnline.ag. They have got it all for you guys. It's BetOnline, the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. It's BetOnline using the promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus where the game starts. Alright, that's going to do it. Have a great rest of your evening if you're listening to this on Saturday night or if you listen to it on Sunday. Hope you have a relaxing Sunday. I didn't get your blood pressure up too much, but nonetheless, a disappointing loss for BYU. More on Monday. This has been Postcast right here on Locked On Cougars. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.